Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. My goal as part of Pac-12 Media today is to do a different interview than, uh, than any other radio station. Jonathan Smith has stepped in. He's all suited up. I'm not yes. used to seeing you this way. <laughs> yes, man, do you look fancy. I'm just glad we're inside, man. They told us you're going to have to wear a sport coat, and it's 110 <laughs> degrees outside. I couldn't live in this. Oh, it's hot, man. It, it, it's 7.15 this morning. It was 93 degrees. Yeah, we had to take a little group team you know, photo out there and you know, yeah. getting everyone lined up. It took like 10, 15 minutes. I started sweating. Yeah. It was outside. That's the only thing. My understanding is the only thing we're going to do outside. Okay. Uh, look, uh, big football season. Obviously, we'll talk football, but tell me what you've been doing this summer. Any vacations, family yep. stuff? Yep. What have you been doing? Got a, We did a lot of baseball in June, obviously the recruiting thing, but you know, most of them were playing baseball, softball, so did that. And then July, got a little time with the family on the on the lake, you know, and there's just nothing better when you get the five yeah. of us on the boat and just – Spending time and jumping in the water, so been doing a little of that, and now it's time to get cranked up. Where do you go in the lake? Give me a give me a summer vacation spot. Is it like a secret spot, or are you going? Oh <laughs> no, we go. It's not a secret because there's a bunch of us up there. Yeah. Lake Coeur d'Alene is where it goes. Okay, so shoot, Dennis Erickson up there with Mike Price and Wilcox. I shouldn't name all these names, but. Yeah, there's a bunch of football coaches that end up that way. And uh, have you always been a boat guy? Cause no, no. Well, not growing up, but once I, you know, I've been living in the Northwest, and we ended. I worked at Idaho in Moscow, mm-hmm. and we got up to Coeur d'Alene a couple of times, and now we've tried to get each summer kind of back up there. But uh, it's grown on me, and now I am a boat guy. All right, you are a boat guy. I I am also a boat guy. Oh yeah. And every time I take the boat out, there's about a two hundred dollar lesson that I learn <laughs> each time. Damn. I lose a tube. I lose a propeller. I lose. Well, even just gas now. Gas is expensive <laughs> on the lake when you got to fill up, but it's worth it. Uh, your uh, kids playing baseball. Are you? How are you as a parent watching a game? Um, I enjoy watching the game. Pretty. I feel like standoffish. I'm not there yeah. to tell the ump or him or the coach or anybody. I enjoy. I'm. A, I'm a, I grew up a baseball fan. Yeah. So, and not just my oldest. All three of them are playing softball. My daughter played softball the first time. And oh, that's cool. That was fun. And meeting the other parents as a that's that's cool stuff. Your uh, one of your QBs, DJ Uyunglele, gets yeah. drafted by the hated Dodgers. I'm sorry, I was <laughs> I really sorry to up. see I was that. Excited. <laughs> I was. He texted me right after, uh, you know, talking just more or less. Yeah. He's, he's looking forward to this football season, but he didn't know I was such a Dodger fan and been picked picked by those guys. I thought it was pretty cool. That might get you some. You might get to get on the field, yeah, get some access. access. Yeah, you know? that's like, I'm batting practice for a game or something. How has he looked? Uh, what? Let's go look back at his spring and everything. Yep. Your expectations of him? Yep. Uh, like, really liked where the, pro- the progression's taking place. Starting in January, we first got here, dove into it. I mean, this is a whole new offense. Terminology's new, all of that, and so he's really worked hard at it. What got into spring ball? Knew there's going to be some learning curve, not just about the terminology but the technique playing under the center's new forum so there's a lot of detail that goes into that one to practice 15 really made huge strides i think he got more and more comfortable uh working this summer with our guys throwing the ball around and he's not alone I and mean, we've got other quarterbacks working and receivers and all that but i do think that um he's primed and ready to have a good fall camp you don't bring a qb to media day and i get it like maybe you don't know who's going to start right mm-hmm. so you don't want to put a guy out there but Two, three years from now, you may have a guy, right? Yep. Your young guy, Aiden Childs, if he stays in the program, blossoms as everybody expects him to. Would you Would you then break your rule? Is it a rule that you don't bring a QB? No, no, that... we we bring 
two guys that we feel like really represent our place really well. Been here, established as players and starters, good players, but also in the locker room and leadership. And, you know, DJ's just a little new. Um, I just thought Anthony Gould and Katana Aladapo represent us in an awesome way uh, and good players, and that's why those those two areas. Gulbertson had a good finish. Yeah. Really good. He had a good year. He did. And I went back and I listened to last year's Media Day. You brought him up last year at Media Day. You said, hey, we got Gulbertson. He's coming off an injury. I really like him. So you weren't just blowing smoke. And I'd say it the same way. We do like Ben, and we do like Aiden, and we do like DJ. I think that room, talent-wise and experience-wise, is as good as we've had in a long time. Um, but we do. We're going to let these guys play for a couple of weeks in August, work this thing out. And that's really been what we do each year. Um, and I think it's it's played out well. Kyle Whittingham and I were talking about you. And he <laughs> said he said you are a really good coach. And yeah. he said, uh, this is off air after the interview, he said, you know, we were talking about Oregon State keeping you around. And they've done some things to keep you there. Um, do you? How do you balance your ambition yeah. As a human being, like, you know, you may want to coach in the NFL someday, coach the best right. players in the world, who knows, with this is a really good job where you could build it into what Kyle's done at Utah. Yeah, because i got a bunch of respect for him and what he's done at Utah and established an identity and then recruiting to it, and they got a home field advantage and the fan base that's going. Sounds we, like you, though. Yeah, you we know? got a lot of the same, the same things. And so I, I guess the, the answer to the question is just really enjoying where your, your feet are at right now yeah. and, 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 you know, the people and – I think we got a roster that we can compete at a high level, and again, nothing nothing's going to be easy. And so, just staying focused on kind of the the here and now, and and being the type of football coach, father, husband you want to be, and and try to get better at it each day. You uh, you know, people don't talk about your wife. Let's talk about your wife. Tell me how great she is. Let's give her some airtime here, <laughs> like because yeah. they're you know like we you're a low profile guy, yeah, and you know we. She doesn't get the uh, airtime. Like, tell us something about her. Uh, she's been awesome. I mean, uh, best friends have been. We went with 21 years. July 12th was 21 years together. Big time mom, all about her kids, uh, supportive, understanding of the, you know, and being willing to take on this this passion, the, the job I got. And there's demands and struggles on, on the family that way of time away and all of that. So what was your first date? Yeah, we went to Fuddruckers. Yep, I remember. <laughs> That's where you Pas- went. Yeah, Pasadena. You, you went, went big. Yeah, it was big. We were, I was down. Uh, what is? I was down on uh, Christmas break because I was at Oregon State. She went to school down here in L.A. Um, yeah, and then because her older brother, and my older brother, were good friends. That's yeah. kind of how we connected. Uh, I see. I and see. I always give her a hard time because yeah. I tried to chase her yeah. for a long time. Yeah. But then uh, I finally started playing quarterback, and she saw me playing on TV, and then she'd give me the time of day. Uh, let's go to uh, books. Yeah. Failure of nerve. Okay. You recommended it to Mitch Canham, your baseball coach. Yeah. What did you learn in that book, or why do you? That, I, that's that thing a good is, book. It's deep. It is. I describe it as rich. It's not like five hundred pages, but it is. It's a lot to digest. Um, there are some really good things on because there's this balancing from a leader's perspective, this balance of you know empathy for mistakes to be made, but there's ultimately responsibility and balancing these two ideas of you know want to be empathetic with people, but at the same time holding people responsible. You know, it gets into like emotional processes yeah. of your own and the ability to like be close to those that you're working with, but at the same time you got to have emotional process, make hard decisions. Sometimes there was just a lot there. I thought Mitch would enjoy it. I think he's a deep thinker too, and. 
Did, did um, you know the guy who wrote it? Like he didn't finish it. He died like halfway okay. through, right? And his wife, his wife and his finished friends it. finished yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the first four or five chapters of that book are just really deep. It, it's thick. Yeah. Yep. I actually got it recommended from our our pastor. It was a year ago, and it took me a while to read the thing. And yeah. Once I, I want to go back and look at the highlights and yeah. stuff, but. I thought Mitch enjoyed it, and I think he did. Well, I picked it up because you recommended it to him, so there. So oh, thank you. Okay. Appreciate that. All right, nice. Anthony Gold's coming in. I'm going to oh, nice. interview him. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, good seeing you. Thanks Thanks yep. for being here. The Bald-Faced Truth with John Canzano, live from Pac-12 Media Day in Las Vegas. Pac-12 Media Day. I am at Resort World. We are in, uh, I guess we call it Radio Row. Kalen DeBoer, the Washington coach, has stepped in here. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I'm, uh, I'm glad I'm not outside. No doubt. Have you been outside today? No, not since this morning, and yeah. that was enough. I mean, that was even before the sun was hitting us. Yeah. So, yeah. I think you could recruit some kids in Vegas. You just take them to Seattle, yeah. and you go, hey, come on. We got some good ones, and I'm yeah. wondering if that's how it all happened. You right. know, that was before I even got here. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's uh, that's certainly the case. It's a it's a heater yeah. out there. I think we talked softball last time I had you on radio. We talked yeah. about your daughter. Is, she's, is she now at Washington? or No, she's going to be a senior. She's a senior. Yeah, is, she she gonna, did, is she going to Washington? Yeah. Yep, she's that's committed right. there. Okay. Yeah, so it's exciting. That's so, going to be cool for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty proud of her. And yeah. um she's uh she's fun to just uh, I'm super proud to be a dad and um you know proud of everything she's accomplished. It's cool to watch kids grow up. No doubt. You know, and you know you've you've seen it. I think it changes uh you know uh when you have kids and you're a coach, I think yeah, you have a different perspective on you know how you're coaching and who you're coaching and yeah. what you're trying to accomplish uh you know, and just understanding that uh, there's parents that are home wondering how their kids doing on the football field. You yeah. know, and so um, it, it uh, certainly brings into perspective. And I think as my kids have gotten older, um, even more so, especially when it comes to recruiting. Yeah. You know, and just trying to communicate and really work through the process with them. You guys last year, uh, fit, I, I don't know if I guess it could have gone better. You could have got undefeated, but going four wins to eleven wins, doing what you did, playing the way you guys were playing at the end of the year, I don't think anybody would beat you. If you get to Vegas, if you you know if you'd had that opportunity, um, how do you duplicate that? <laughs> yeah, it's uh it, it'll be tough, especially with the league up and down being as strong as it is this year. And uh, we just got to take one step at a time. Um, that's really how we got to where we were at last year. Is we didn't get ahead of ourselves. We focused on us, and um, you know just one day after the other, uh, even from the beginning of fall camp, um, even before that, but fall camp just worried about. That day, that moment, and uh, when it got to the season, uh, that really kind of that mindset uh, was really imperative uh, to our success, um, especially when the tough times hit. And we lost two games back-to-back there, um, weeks five and six, that, uh, you know, um, we had to just get back in the moment and, and trust and believe and, uh, you know, worry about what we can control. We interrupt this podcast with a special announcement from the Bald Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but... If you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.